Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, We Are So Blessed.
Ever since Satan raised the question to Eve, yea, hath God said, there have been many who questioned the Bible is the word of God. Today, there seems to be a tendency to question, especially the New Testament. Certainly, the Lord Jesus Christ, who has revealed the New Testament as the Savior of the world, is the one issue that Satan would like to deny in order to blind the hearts and minds of men. One newspaper printed on the front page statements from a learned scholar who said it's a misconception to accept the New Testament as the Word of God. He said, The New Testament is a human book written in human language by human beings to meet human needs. He also said that the Christians must take seriously what the New Testament has to say, but not take it literally. He also implied that since it was 20 years after the church was formed, when men started to compile the New Testament, and since Christ had no secretary, his words could not have been remembered correctly. This learned scholar seems to be viewing everything from his own level and is completely ignoring the power of God in the power of the Holy Spirit. He forgets or discredits the words of the Lord Jesus Christ when he said, The Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost from the Father, will send in my name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. The Lord Jesus Christ also said, I am the truth. And his prayer to the fathers recorded in John 17, verse 8, he said, For I have given unto them the words which thou gavest me. In John six sixty three, he said, The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. He also said, Everyone that is of the truth heareth my voice. Second Peter one twenty one states, Holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. 2 Timothy 3.16 and 3.17 All Scripture is given by the inspiration of God and profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Happy is the man who in simple faith accepts the words of the New Testament seriously and literally and believes on the Lord Jesus Christ to the saving of his soul and also for guidance through life and for everlasting bliss. Remember, God said it and we should believe it for he is the author of the Bible. Listen now as Scott DeLozier sings this beautiful song, Be Still and Know. Be still, 
and know that He is faithful. Consider all that He has done. Stand in awe and be amazed, and know that He will never change. Be still. Be still, and know that He is God. Be still, and know that He is God. Be still, and know that He is God. Be still, be speechless. Be still, and know that He. God, be still and know He is our Father, come rest your head upon His breast, listen to the rhythm of His unfailing heart of love, beating for His little Calling each of us to come. Be You're listed during the morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We pray that as you listen to our broadcast this morning that you are encouraged and that you and your family are getting ready to attend a good Bible teaching Sunday school and church. If you don't have a church of your own to attend, we invite you to join us today for our services. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Here we have many classes for the various age groups. We also have a supervised nursery for little ones for all of our services. Then at 10.45 we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. Then at 6.45, we begin our closing service of the day, our evening fellowship hour. It is important that Christians gather together to study God's Word. Listen now as Debbie Sackmar plays for us on the flute this beautiful song entitled, Favorite Hymns.
the country of Egypt. Farmers cast their seed into the rich loam of the Nile River Valley while the land is flooded. Then as the water recedes, the grain springs up and in a few months produces a bountiful harvest. Spiritual sowing following much the same pattern. During the Civil War, a man on horseback was suddenly confronted by a sentry who demanded at gunpoint that he give him the password. Lincoln, he confidently replied. A dead silence followed, for it wasn't the right word. Finally, the soldiers said solemnly, If I hadn't recognized you, I would have shot you because of your mistake. At the risk of my own life, I'm sparing yours. Go back and get the correct word. Thanking the soldier warmly, the man rode away. When he returned, he said, Massachusetts, that's right, you may now pass, the guard replied. But the man did not move. He said, I will not pass until I have given you a message. At the risk of your life, you spared mine. So I must ask you if you have the right password for heaven. Yes, I do, said the sentry. What is it? Jesus Christ. Where did you learn that? Asked the man. In your Sunday school class a long ago in Pennsylvania. You planted the seed of God's word in my life. And although you didn't know it at the time, it bore fruit. So even though you didn't have the right password, I knew that you were an honest man. And that's why I gave you a second chance. Believer, are you daily sowing the good seed of the word in the flowing stream of time? Be confident someday it will take root and spring up in sinners' hearts, for the harvest is sure. Listen now as Larry Grable sings this beautiful song entitled, In the Garden. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear falling on my ear the Son of God discloses and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me
Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion of our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is Rightly Dividing the Word of Truth, the Apostle Peter's first miracle versus the Apostle Paul's first miracle, Acts chapter 3, the healing of the lame man versus Acts 13, the blinding of our Jesus. Acts chapter 3, verse 3 through verse number 6. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, ask in alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I give thee, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Acts chapter 3 records the Apostle Peter's second Pentecostal address. We need to comprehend the day of Pentecost, Acts 2, is not the beginning, it is not the genesis of the church, the body of Christ, before we can study the implication, the significance of Peter's first miracle and his second Pentecostal message. It is generally assumed and taught by dispensationalists, and other Bible teachers that the beginning of the church, the body of Christ, was on the day of Pentecost as recorded in Acts chapter 2. One noted theologian gave the following four reasons why the church, the body of Christ, started on the day of Pentecost. The four reasons were, one, Christ's death, secondly, Christ's resurrection, thirdly, Christ's ascension, and fourthly, the coming of the Holy Spirit. Do these four reasons prove that the church, the body of Christ, started on the day of Pentecost? No, they do not. These four reasons only confirm that the body of Christ could not have started before Acts chapter 2, and not that the body of Christ started on the day of Pentecost as recorded in Acts chapter 2. In this series of Rightly Dividing the Word of Truth, on September the 9th, 2018 to September 30th, 2018, we discuss and study the beginning, the genesis of the church, the body of Christ. 
We gave reasons why it could not have started during the Old Testament, nor during the earthly ministry of Christ, nor in the day of Pentecost. And we gave several reasons why it began with the Apostle Paul in Acts chapter 13. And if you would like a copy of those notes, so for your own personal study, please contact me here at the Altoona Bible Church. We'd gladly get them to you. Here is a simple form of Acts chapter 3. In verses 1 to 7, you have the healing of the lame man. In verse 8, you have the reaction of the healed lame man. In verses 9 through verse 11, you have the reaction of the people to the lame man. And then in verses 12 to 26, you have the apostle Peter's message to the nation of Israel. In verses 1 to 7, you have the healing of this lame man. The apostle Peter and John went together to the temple at the Jewish hour of prayer, the ninth hour, or three o'clock in the afternoon. What was the layman seeking and asking for? He was seeking and asking for alms, for money. The apostle Peter states that he does not have silver nor gold, but he healed them in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Immediately, this man was healed. The healing was so powerful, so complete, so demonstrative that he was able to walk, to leap, all praising God. Understandably, the people at the temple had recognized the man as the lame beggar who had been a familiar sight at the gate beautiful. He had never walked in his life. He didn't have to go through weeks and months of rehab. But immediately at the healing of Peter and John in the name of Jesus Christ, he was able to walk and to leap. And you have to also be mindful. The power of the twelve apostles as given to them by the Lord Jesus Christ. Given this power to these apostles. Matthew chapter 18, verses 18 to verse 20. Verily I say unto you, Whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you shall loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And again I say unto you that if two of you, Peter and John, shall agree on earth as touching anything, that they shall ask and it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. That's not the simplest form of the church. And we've studied that. It's talking about the power the Lord Jesus Christ gave to his twelve apostles. You can read in John chapter 20, verse 23, they had the power to remit and to retain sin. Acts chapter 1, verses 1 to verse 2, The former treaties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach. The former treaties is the book of Luke. Verse number 2 says, Unto the day in which he was taken up, after that, listen to these words, He through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. Some people say the book of Acts is just the Acts of the Apostles. It's not the Acts of the Apostles, but rather it is the act of the Lord Jesus Christ through the Apostles whom he had chosen. The first section of the book of Acts deals with the twelve Apostles, and the second section is going to end up with what? The one Apostle, the Apostle Paul. In verse number 8, you have the reaction of the healed layman. He enters into the temple with Peter and John, walking and leaping and praising God. And then we see the reaction of the people. And again, the reaction of the people is found in verses 9 to 11. And the reaction of the people is one of astonishment, bewilderment. 
because of what happened. It's not like they didn't know this guy. They all knew who this individual was. They knew who the layman was. He was a person who was asking for alms at the gate beautiful, and now he is walking and leaping. How is this possible? And then verses 12 to 26, you have Peter's message. And we're going to show you that this message and the first miracle has tremendous significance to the nation of Israel. Galatians chapter 3 verse 26 says, For you are the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. Do you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior? If you've never trusted Him, the only way of salvation, the pure message of God's grace is believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. If you've never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ, won't you trust Him right now, right where you're at? Life is so fragile. We know that. We understand that. Trust Him right where you're at before it's eternally too late. And for the believers, we need to keep studying God's Word. We need to understand it in light of the Word of God, rightly divided. been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Morning, 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 morning.